Welcome to Polycast. I'm your host, Davey Drones, and on this show, I explore the lives of Cal Poly students, faculty, and alumni who share their stories and experiences. My guest today is Sahil Gupta, a fourth-year business information systems major here at Cal Poly. He is the current CRO of Quokka Brew, the first fully caffeinated, jitterless cold brew on the market. In today's episode, he shares his story from what got him into business to where he currently is now with Quokka Brew and where he is working towards in the future. So please welcome my guest Sahil, here on Polycast. So uh, my name is Sahil Gupta. I'm currently a fourth year senior business information systems major. Um, originally from San Diego, but been in Mountain View Bay Area for about three years now. So moved right before I came to Cal Poly. Um, I'm the chief revenue officer of Coca Brew, which is the market's first fully caffeinated but jitterless ready-to-drink cold brew coffee. Um, you're probably wondering, how's a jitterless? Three simple ingredients, cold brew coffee, almond milk, and our natural blend of organic amino acids. Um, we've been working since the top of the year, so we're in our 11th month now. Um, and it's been a great experience to say the least. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And so let's just kind of start off by kind of your background and you know, where, where do you come in to the picture here at Cal Poly? Yeah, so I mean, I grew up in San Diego. Um, you know, I was a very mellow kid, you know, I knew from start, you know, I wasn't that kid who was curious about the world meaning didn't ask why things were the way they were, how things worked. I just kind of were like, it works, you know? Um, but kind of as I got into high school, um, my, before my senior year of high school, I did this two-week business academy at the Haas School of Business in Berkeley. And that, it was basically a two-week Shark Tank modeled program where you're with students from all over the globe and you're wor working to create this new product with a full business plan. At the end of the two weeks, you would present it to a panel of executives in the industry. And I think that really showed me each of the different facets of business. Um, and I kind of coming into senior year, I was like, okay, business is definitely where I wanna go. It just seemed like it fit me as a person, personality-wise, but also was an area that I saw so much opportunity for myself. And so that's why I chose business. Um, information systems specifically, I mean, at that time it was 2016. And you, know, you hear things like cloud, big data, you know, everything around this whole technological you know, shift of society. And so I was like, hmm, maybe information systems, you know, it'd be, it'd be a good thing to have under your belt, you know, kind of those technical skills, but that business understanding. Um, so kind of best of both worlds. And I'm, I'm happy that it ended out that way. Yeah, totally. And now on your kind of track through this business program, were you more of the like traditional way or did you kind of start exploring entrepreneurship? Yeah, I think I was more the traditional way. Um, I really f was curious and to see, you know, at the end of the day, you know, business is a business. It's in everything in society. But understanding the key functions within a business and how they kind of interrelate to make the overall business, to me that was very interesting. You know, what the finance department does or the accounting department or marketing, you know, and how they have to collaborate to essentially, you know, make sure that they're achieving the company's goals. And I'll be honest with you, I, n I never was the, you know, when you, when you, when someone asks you, you know, oh, do you want to start your own business or, you know, what's your goal? And people say, I want to be the CEO of my own company. I'll tell you, like, I was the person growing up where I was like, 
no, I don't really want to be the CEO. I can't really see myself as the CEO. Not because I don't think I had it in me. It's just I always saw myself in a supporting role in helping build someone's vision that aligns so much well with mine. So I'd say I kind of was more traditional in that sense. Yeah, I love it though because it's uh, those people that say, "Would you rather be, you know, the CEO of like a small, medium-sized company or number seven or even like number twenty at Facebook or one of those big companies?" It's like, yeah, clearly you don't have to be number one. Exactly. And don't get me wrong; like, there's no better option or wrong answer, right? Everyone has their own goals, you know, what they're looking for. So I think. Either or, you're in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, totally. So now kind of diving into this entrepreneurship journey. Actually, no, it didn't even start there because it was from that internship. Right? Yes. Okay, yes. Let, yes. Okay, let's lead into that. Okay. So tell me about this internship and where we're at at your Cal Poly career. Yeah, so um, this internship I did this past summer was for a big four company. Um, I was doing risk consulting and kind of with that business information systems background, kind of my third year, you know, Big Four, they're a prominent recruiter, employer on campus. Um, and, you know, consulting to me was a, was just a natural um, area within business that I kind of tended to go to, number one, because, you know, you're always learning and, you know, you have that business technical aspect, um, but also you're interacting with people. And, like, that to me was super big. Um, so I kind of, you know, recruited my third year and got this opportunity in San Francisco and, you know, it was just to me, it was a good stepping stone for kind of where I wanted to be um, full time. Awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, you're here in that doing that internship over summer. And how did you first kind of hear about Coco Brew or did you not? Did you know what was going on or what was, yeah, what was that? Um, so, I mean, if if I can. Yes, the whole product, totally. You know, yes, let's I, hear it. Yes, so for those yes. who want to be introduced, tell us. Yes. Give us the elevator <laughs> So Quaker Brew is the market's first fully caffeinated, but jitterless, ready-to-drink cold brew coffee. How we, do that, how we do that is three simple ingredients, cold brew black coffee, almond milk, and our natural blend of organic amino acids. So essentially what makes it jitterless is this blend of amino acids. And so what we did was for about three months, three to five months in R&D at the beginning of the year, we teamed up with chemists to figure out, you know, these amino acids that are scientifically proven to calm the body. What specific proportion of amino acid to cold brew coffee do we need to essentially neutralize those extreme effects, such as jitters, anxiousness, and the crash? And so it still retains that coffee boost, but you feel none of the bad side effects that most people feel while drinking coffee. Moreover, we're not just a jitterless coffee. We are a healthier source of coffee. In each bottle you will find 135 milligrams of caffeine when our average cup of joe contains 80 to 90 milligrams. So we give it that kick, but keep in mind it's jitterless. We're also 15 calories and personally my favorite only one gram of sugar. And if you're wondering why quokka, you know what is the quokka animal? Uh, so the quokka animal, and feel free to fact check me on this, it is the world's most happiest and confident animal. It's because it grow, it's lived, it lives on an island outside of Australia called Rottnest Island, and it's basically evolved over time to have no natural predators. So essentially, it's very friendly with the environment, you know, it's known for smiling, being friendly with humans, and so we chose quokka because in our product, we really want to embody your happiest, confident self when you take a sip of quokka brew. So quokka brew, it's this... So totally new. We haven't really seen something like this. So what really makes it unique? Yeah, so I mean, there's really two key differentiators that makes our product so much, this makes it unique, but also so much better than your ready-to-drink 
um, products that you see, you know, at your Ralph's or Safeway. Um, number one is the jitterless aspect. You know, have still getting that caffeine boost that you get from ca coffee, but no natural side effects of caffeine. So jitters, anxiousness, crash. Moreover, it's a healthier source of coffee, so that healthy aspect. Um, it's 15 calories per bottle in a four fluid ounce bottle and only one gram of sugar. Oh. Yeah, and I can vouch for all this. I tried one of these. That was, I just felt so good all day, you know. That's it, just, it, it was there. We like to say, Quokka Brew creates a new you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And so now it has these amino acids in it, yes. and that's kind of special sauce. So what exactly are those? What, what's that role? Yeah, so um, basically how your body processes caffeine, no matter what type of drink it is, whether it's coffee, soda, etc., it goes through your bloodstream. And so the natural structure of caffeine, it constricts your blood vessels. So it's considered a vasoconstrictor. Um, and so as a result, you know, those neurotransmitters from the adrenal glands, you know, that, that's why you get your caffeine boost is from the adrenal glands. Um, those neurotransmitters that flow through your blood system, they have a harder time because your blood vessels are constricted. And so that your cardiovascular system is essentially working harder than the rest of your bodily functions. And so that's why your body has to cope. And how it copes is through the jitters, the anxiousness, and the crash. What these amino acids do is we've put together three amino acids that are scientifically proven to lower the body's anxiety levels. They're used to treat anxiety um, medicinally, um, but they're also calming agents. Um, but essentially, these amino acids are vasodilators. So essentially, with these amino acids is they'll actually dilate your blood vessels. So pair that up with caffeine, essentially it neutralizes that. So your blood vessels stay exactly the same as they normally are. And so as a result, it allows those neurotransmitters, um, you know, from the adrenal glands or the other glands that give you that energy um, to flow freely. And that's why you don't feel any jitters, anxiousness, or that crash. Wow, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. And is that easy to do, like to be able to get amino acids and stuff? Um, it's, it's possible, I mean, nowadays, you know, amino acids are used in all different types of product because they do have a significant health benefit. Um, so we source it directly from a supplement company. So we get it in its raw form and then, which is, and then we kind of process that to be able to make it solvable um, and drinkable in the coffee. And that's kind of part of our proprietary um, intellectual property. Definitely. And so now you first got involved when you're doing this internship yes. and so kind of tell a little bit about how that went down yeah um so it's quite the story um, i think it's worth sharing though so basically i was working out in san francisco um, for this consulting company and i'm originally from the bay area but the commute from where my parents live is quite hefty and because i wanted to enjoy more of the city um, i decided to live out in berkeley california um, with six of my good high school friends that go to cal um, and so I, kinda, I get there and, you know, about, I would say there was about two weeks left in the internship. The internship was 10 weeks. Um, it was one night, one Sunday night, and I, I, will I will always remember this. And my buddy who lives next to me, his name is Ofek, he comes to me, knocks on my door about 8 o'clock, and he says, Hey, Sahal, I've been working on this startup company since the top of the year. Can I pitch it to you? And at this point, you know, for the past eight weeks of the internship, I was, you know, working 50 plus hours. I was drinking two to three cups, you know, of your basic black Starbucks, Pete's coffee, putting in two sugars, two creamers. And I was definitely feeling jittery. Uh, so, you know, when he's telling me, 
you know, Coca Brew, one gram of sugar, 15 calories, jitterless. I'm thinking to myself, dude, there's absolutely no way. Like I could totally resonate with this problem because I was experiencing that every single day. Um, and so he says, you know, he's after pitching the product to me, you know, he says, um, we actually have our second batch of samples um, that we just got with the proper labeling. He's like, would you like to try it? I'm like, yeah, of course I'd like to try it. Um, so, you know, I take a sip of the original flavor and I'm like, wow, this is, this is good for one gram of sugar. And I waited about half an hour, an hour, hour and a half, nothing. I was feeling great, you know, wired, energized, but none of the jitters that I was experiencing with the regular coffee. Um, and so, you know, I'd asked him, hey, you know, have you guys tested this? You know, he says, we've been working on it for, at that point, six months, you know, since January 2019, that's when this idea came about. Um, and he says, you know, we only really, we began to sell at the end of the uh, spring semester at Berkeley. And they marketed it through fraternities and sororities during dead and finals week of spring semester. And in about two and a half weeks, they sold 850 bottles generating $2,100 in revenue. So that was kind of like, hey, we might, ha we might be onto something here. And so that, that's when they got their second round of product when I had this talk with him. Wow, yeah, and then you kind of started, you know, selling in your own way. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, when I heard this idea, I was like, this is brilliant. You know, it's solving such a common problem that people experience, you know, especially with coffee, you know, cause then there's so many coffee drinkers, you know, in today's world for so many different purposes. Um, so kind of, you know, when I was talking to him that Sunday night, I was like, hey, you know, oh, fuck, I have this idea, you know, and he's, he's the CEO. He was, a, he was the co-founder of the company. I said, you know, at the firm that I'm working for, you know, they only really supply you with your basic office coffee and Keurig, you know, nothing healthy or nothing generalist, essentially. I was like, would you be able to give me 20 bottles tomorrow? And let me take it into the office and let me see, number one, does this demographic like it, you know, professionals in the industry? Because until then, we've only really been testing it and um, marketing it to college students. You know, number two, you know, could there be a potential B2B channel, business to business? You know, could we sell it directly to these businesses that provide coffee for their employees? Because that could be such a great opportunity for us not to gain only credibility, but, you know, also build a company and generate that revenue stream. And so he says, yeah. So that whole night, I spent about three hours learning everything about the company. You know, why Quokka, how it's made, their ingredients. Um, and so, you know, I go in Monday morning and I have 20 bottles of coffee with me. And, you know, I'm on the bus, you know, about 30 minute commute, you know, and I'm just running it through my head. You know, how am I gonna pitch this? You know, keep in mind, I've only known about this product for about 12 hours now. Um, and so, you know, pitching it, and I put together something that I thought was generally good, structured, um, and I get in the office at 8.30, and that day it just so happened that I had set up a um, coffee chat with the executive director of my practice. So I grab a bottle of coffee, walk down and meet him at this coffee shop, you know, and we're talking, and at the end, you know, I said, hey, can I pitch you an idea? And he says, sure. And, you know, keep in mind, this is my first time pitching this ever, you know, and here I am, you know, talking like I've been with this for about six months, you know, I'm an avid drinker, but I was like, you know, you gotta just take your opportunity, every opportunity you can. So I pitched pitch, pitch him this idea of Quokka Brew, and you know, he's really interested. So I give him the bottle and said, I said, hey, try this, you know, let me know how you like it. Just so happened that also that day, all the partners in my practice were 
um, in the office. So we had an all partners interns lunch. And so we go out to lunch, you know, at this nice place, and I'm sitting next to this executive director and, you know, this other professional. And, you know, he's considered the fintech leader of the firm I was working for. So if you look at him on the org chart, he's four people away from the CEO in a 270,000 person firm. So to say wow. the least, he's essentially a big time yeah. person, right? <laughs> and so kind of halfway through lunch, you know, this exec ex executive director you know, turns to me and he says, hey, have you told um, the person next to you about Coca Brew, the coffee idea? And I said, no. And he says, hey, have you heard of Saul's coffee idea? And I was like, yeah, have you heard of my coffee idea? And, you know, I pitch it to him, you know, these other partners who were sitting there, and, man, they were intrigued for sure. And I said, hey, you know, I have some bottles at the office. I'd love to give you some and see what you think. They said, let's do it. So I go back to the office, and, you know, I'm handing out Coca Brew, you know, both of our flavors, original and caramel, and I'm pitching it, you know, and I'm just, I'm so, I can really, I can see the passions coming out. I was just so excited, you know, it was one of those unreal moments, you know, because here you have some people who've been in the industry for 12 to 15 years, some big time players, you know, in the company, you know, and they're loving it. And I was like, wow, like, this could be something, right? So I go home um, that day, you know, and tell, I tell my buddy OFEC, I'm like, hey, you know, give me 20 more tomorrow. Like, let's do it. So that was day one. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah. And what were you kind of feeling at this point? Like, I mean, you kind of see that, you know, you've just had some crazy opportunities. With yeah. This. Uh, I mean, you know, that was my first day, um, you know, kind of pitching this product, testing something out, you know, going with this vision that I had when I heard about this from OFAC. Um, and it just seemed so unreal. You know, I was definitely not expecting the reception, but also the opportunity that I had that day. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, wow, you know, you just got to keep going. You got to see what happens. You got to, you know, play it through and, you know, just put your best foot forward. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And so after day one, what happens now? <laughs> yeah, so I go home after day one and I said, hey, Ofec, give me 20 more coffees. Um, let me let me take it again tomorrow. Today was a success. And he's like, man, like, go for it. I said, give me some flyers too. Like, let me take some flyers. So I took in about 20 flyers. I get in Tuesday morning at around 7 a.m. No one in the office and on my floor I started putting up flyers. You know, on the bulletin boards, in the printer, on the coffee table, just anywhere that people would see it just to get that brand awareness. And you know, that same day I'm passing it out to my colleagues in my practice, um, you know, people who are just in the cafe, you know, anyone I could really talk to, interns, um, and it was amazing because that first day I sold 40 bottles of coffee. You know, people were liking it. They're like, I'm sold. And I, I think what really worked was I said, you know, hey, um, you know, you order a certain amount um, and free shipping. You know, I would just go back to Berkeley, have, you know, my buddies make it and then bring it the next day. Um, so that was day two. Wow. Just starting the hustle. Starting start the hustle. Um, and then. Yeah. And then. So Wednesday comes, and same thing, bring 20 more coffees in. And you know, I was in the office early that morning, and I'm you know, still passing it out, but you know, I thought to myself about, about midday, I'm like, man, this is getting some good traction. You know, we're, making, we're making good progress every day. I was like, what's the end goal here? And I said, the end goal, if everything worked out well, and you know, the ideal situation would be that you know, we could serve Quaker Brew in the cafe at EY. EY would come to us and say, hey, we want to supply Quaker Brew in our cafes for our employees. 
And so I said, okay, how, how do I start working towards that? And I said, well, I first need to figure out who's in charge of the coffee, you know, who's in charge of the logistics, who manages that? So that same day, I was able to find the contact of the floor manager, who's in charge of our floor, and then the building manager, who's in charge of all the floors, all the coffee, the logistics, the purchase decisions, everything. And so I pinged the floor manager, and I said, hey, you know, if you have five minutes, I have this product that I really think could do very well. You know, it surrounds coffee, it's innovative, it's new to the market, would love for you to try it. So she says, sure. Very nice lady, you know, I go to her, pitch it to her, give her to try, she's liking it. And I said, hey, you know, I know we, there's a building manager. Um, do you think you could take a bottle up to her and say, ask her, you know, if she has five minutes, you know, I would love to pitch this to her. You tell her more about it, you know, see what we can do. And she says, you know, usually, you know, the building manager has been at the firm for quite a long time. Um, she's not usually open to new ideas like this because we've kind of really had, you know, really one way of doing a lot of things. And I said, okay, what would it take for you guys to start noticing Coca Brew and for you guys to approach us and say, hey, you know, I think Coca Brew is something we want to we want to purchase and supply. She says, well, a lot of people in the firm, like the employees, have to request it. And I said, ah, okay. And I said, well, to give you just an idea, on my floor, my practice made up about a third. You had two other practices that were sharing the same floor, and only until this point, everyone in my practice had only tried it, and only really everyone knew that it was me doing this. And so I come home that day and I said, OFAC, we need to go bigger. Like, pe more people need to try this. And so that night, him and I spent up until I think it was 2.30 a.m., <laughs> and we're making, we're on Canva, making these, you know, aesthetic-looking three-by-five sides, papers, just kind of giving a snapshot of, of what Coca Brew was, you know, one gram of sugar, 15 calories, jitterless, you know, with the QR code links to our website. Um, we print it out. Next morning, him and I get in at 7.30. This is Thursday, day four. And we put one, we put a snapshot, the paper we created, on every person's desk and a bottle of coffee before anyone got in. And, you know, we just said, let's see what happens. And so, you know, throughout the day, I was walking throughout the floor, and you know, I could see people drinking it and they're talking about it. And I think a proud moment was, you know, I was in the cafe after lunch, and I'm getting water, and these two people behind me, you know, one of them's like, "Hey, have you tried this Coca Brew stuff? Like, it's really good. It's jitterless. You know, I'm feeling great. Um, I think I want to order some." And you know, no one knows it's me outside my practice, right? So I'm just standing there and I was smiling to myself, and I was like, "Man, you know." What a play, you know, what a move. Um, so, you know, that day was great. And, you know, later that day, um, it just so happened, you know, my dad texted me. And he says, you know, hey, Saul, I might be in the city for a legal conference. Um, I'll let you know, maybe we can link up. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Texts me later in the afternoon and says, hey, unfortunately, you know, work is, you know, is hectic. It's, you know, I'm going to be here a little late. Um, I'm not going to be able to make it. And my, my dad and I, you know, we joke from time to time. And so, you know, I asked him kind of just very life, very playfully, um, can I go to this legal conference on your behalf? You know, making really nothing of it. And he says, I can ask. And I said, yeah, go ahead and ask. Um, so he gets back to me, you know, end of day. And he says, yeah, meet this person at this time at this place. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I walk out of the office end of day and, you know, right around the corner, go to this law firm. And it just so happened that the conference that was supposed to take place 
um, got postponed, so it kind of turned into a happy hour. And so I kind of met the organizers, you know, they knew my dad, introduced myself, and you know, as soon as I walked in and saw, you know, it was a happy hour, I had this idea, I was like, Coca Brew, Coca Brew. And I told the organizers, you know, hey, I actually forgot my wallet at the office, I'll be back. Um, in reality, didn't forget my wallet. It went back, grabbed a bottle of coffee, grabbed one of those slips of paper. So you didn't intend to do any of this? Like, I didn't. So when you went to the conference? I didn't intend any, to do any of this. As soon as I walked in and I saw it was a happy hour and I saw like there was at least 40 yeah. people there, I was like, this is the perfect place to sell. Wow. Let's try it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I get back from the office and um, they're kind of midway through the happy hour and they're doing like these, t uh, these legal talks where like two people come up and you know they just talk about for five, five seven minutes about you know what's going on in the legal industry and some upcoming trends you know and I'm sitting there listening and keep in mind I know very little about the legal industry and the legal side of technology and so I kind of don't understand the terminology but you know what I have in front of my hand in my hand is a uh, is a bottle of coca brew and I just had this idea like what if I was to pitch this in front of everyone and, you know, it excited me, but I was also scared. You know, keep in mind there's about 40 people. Everyone there is an attorney, a corporate attorney, or on the in-house counsel for a Fortune 500 company. And I am at least the youngest person by <laughs> at least 15 years, to say the least. You know, and I was just thinking to myself, why would they care about, you know, some idea that, you know, a 20-year-old is part of who's not even in the legal field. But at the same time, I was like, you're never really gonna know unless you try, you know, you shoot your shot. So at the end of the, um, the talks, the organizer goes, would anyone like to ask any questions? You know, this is an open floor, you know, we're here to support your ideas, you know, talk about anything you like. You know, I'm thinking to myself, this is it, Sahel. Like, you gotta do it. And you know, part of me is like trying to get up and just go, and then part of me is like scared, you know? Yeah, this is yeah, this... so nerve wracking, <laughs> yeah. right? And it just so happened that at that exact same time that I was kind of having this conflict back and forth, the organizer turns to me and he says, Sahil, you're new here. Would you like to ask a question? And I thought to myself, I was like, this is it. It's time to shine. Now and I got, never. yeah, now or never. And I was like, yeah, I actually would like to ask a question. So I got up and went to the front of the room and I said, hi, hi everyone, my name is Sahil. Um, to be completely honest with you, I don't really have a legitimate question but I have an opportunity. Bam, Coca Brew. And I'll tell you the next 40 seconds were unreal. You know, like I felt like I wasn't talking. You know, I, I, sometimes, you know, this is myth that you kind of black out essentially when you public speak and that's literally what I felt like. I just saw myself talking from like third person in my mind, you know, while I was singing, I was just like, man, I really hope I don't mess up. Like, I hope it was good. You know, there's so many big time people here. Um, and afterwards, you know, people were clapped, you know, they came up to me, gave me feedback, and, you know, kind of walked out of that happy hour, you know, thinking, like, wow, you know, like, this was definitely something that I would never have done anytime else. Um, you know, it was some, an opportunity that, you know, it could have gone wrong in many ways, but, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, one thing I learned was you always got to shoot your shot no matter what, you know, if you miss, at least you learn why you missed and the mistakes you made. But if you hit it right on the target, you never know what could come out of it. Um, so that happened Thursday, day four. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, you keep on, like, getting more people interested in all, like, 
is there like supply for that? Like, are, are you able to keep on getting more bottles and bottles? Yeah, so I mean, kind of how we do it right now is, so our, basically the business is founded in Berkeley. Um, we have 11 on our executive team right now. Um, all go to UC Berkeley except for me. Um, but basically we have a partnership with Peerless Coffee and Roastery. They were just named the best roastery by Roast Magazine for 2019. Um, so basically it was started by a Berkeley alum. So it was kind of our stepping stone into kind of making this idea a reality, especially for their two co-founders, George Pesentino and Ofek Arush. Um, so they kind of reached out to him and you know, kind of figured out what they needed to at least get started. So they supply our cold blue black coffee. Almond Breeze supplies our almond milk. Um, and then we source our amino acids from um, a supplemental company. But, you know, the bottling is sourced, labeling. So essentially we source everything from suppliers. And then we have a partnership with this roastery, so they allow us to come in and use their FDA-approved kitchen to kind of put it all together and essentially make the product that is Coca Brew. So... Production is definitely doable, but as you know, as we get bigger and bigger, you know, there's a lot of labor that you have to put into it, right? So it's kind of right now getting scaling those operations, you know, to, for mass production and you know to completely penetrate the market. Definitely, and you know that's kind of what is happening at your during your internship. You know, now the weekend comes, you've been talking to a bunch of people. So yes. tell me more. Yeah, so that was day four, Thursday, um, and. So day five comes, Friday, last day, and I had worked something out um, to where, you know, every Friday the firm serves pastries and bagels to their employees. And so I had asked the floor manager that, that day on Wednesday when I asked her, um, I said, hey, you know, I know the firm serves breakfast. Can I serve Quokka Brew with it on our floor? She says, yeah, go for it. So Friday morning comes, it's game day. I get in the office early. I bring about 40 coffees with me. Um, you know, put them out with a flyer, and I would say within 40 minutes, they were all gone. And, you know, I'm hearing people talk about it on my floor. You know, I put my business card like outside just so people knew they could match a face to the product. Um, and, you know, people are coming up to me. They're saying they really like it. And, you know, that was day five. It was just super successful. So I end of the day, I hit up the floor manager and I said, hey, you know, this was gone within 40 minutes. You know, this, people like it. Do you think you could give this to the building manager or at least email her saying, you know, would she have five, 10 minutes to talk? Um, and she says, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. So this all happened, Dravy, in five days. And I will, wow. I will tell you, it's one of those weeks I will never forget. It was one of the most memorable weeks, best weeks greatest learning experience, um, you know, everything you could put together. And I think the biggest, the biggest thing that, I, you know, I, was, I will always remember and like that feeling is, you know, every day when I would come home and, you know, update OFAC on what was going on for that day, you know, I literally think to myself, man, like, it can't get much better than this. And the next day would come and it got better, yeah. you know? So it's just like, wow, like, the opportunity is so limitless, you know, if you just, you know, pursue what you're truly passionate about and, you know, pursue this vision that you have. Definitely. And, I mean, things keep getting, I mean, even just before this, tell, share, share what you told us yeah. before. Um, so, last weekend, we, um, we got accepted into the San Francisco Coffee Festival. Amazing, amazing experience. I mean, we were there with four, 44 other vendors, you know, some of your biggest names in coffees, like Blue Bottle, Allegro Coffee, Lee's Vietnamese Coffee, 
Um, but it was amazing because there were so many people who really liked our product and so much interest and we sold about 2K worth of product in just two, uh, in just two days. About 12 hours of selling, there was about 10K people who attended this festival. And um, it just so happened that, you know, the last week, the SF Gate, which is a news outlet based in San Francisco, has about 100K followers on Instagram, 600K followers on Facebook, very established news outlet, um, reached out to us and said, one editor, you know, reached out and said, hey, I met you guys over the weekend. I really liked your product. I would like to do a story on you guys. And we were like, wow, no way, like this is, this is unreal. And so today morning, you know, I wake up and to see the article published on SF Gates website under today's top picks. Wow, congrats, man, that's so cool. <laughs> Thank that's you, awesome exciting. Thing. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's pretty interesting because this all just feels like a dream. Mm -hmm. It feels unreal, you know, like sometimes you just sit back and you're like, I can't believe this is actually happening, but you just got to keep moving with it, you know, and keep moving with life and keep learning and hope for the best. There we go. <laughs> now, before we wrap up real quick, yeah. you are Dr. B's TA, and that's how I kind of first got introduced to you. Yeah. What, what, tell me about that. Tell me about yeah. that connection. So um, I actually was introduced to Dr. Beeman last winter. Um, I am a peer mentor for OCOB, so kind of part of their, what they title, leadership programs. Um, and I remember we got invited to this talk that Dr. Beeman was giving, um, you know, how to be better or, you know, how, you, how to be your best self. And it was at 8 in the morning on a Thursday and it was mandatory. And I remember waking up that day, you know, just like, oh, my God, it's another day, you know, and I have all this stuff to do. And, I, you know, just not, not, not the best start to the day. And I remember going to Dr. B's workshop and she really taught us five things that you need to be your better selves. And they were relatively simple, but very powerful, like, you know, smile, posture, body language, and just the way Dr. B spoke and her ability to really motivate and influence people was so amazing to me. I walked out of that room feeling so inspired and just like, I'm ready to take on the day, you know? It's a complete 180 and, you know, she's telling, she's marketing, you know, her business through your sixth class that she was offering in winter and spring. Um, and so, you know, after that, I was like, I'm gonna take this class. So I took that in the winter, this past winter, and I will tell you it is probably the best class I've taken at Cal Poly. Um, it's kind of hard to summarize the class into one, you know, few <laughs> sentences because yeah. there's a lot that happens and a lot of great stuff that you learn. But if I had to kind of synthesize it, I would say Dr. Beeman, she teaches you the little tools, the little things in life that if you didn't do in the bigger, bigger, in the big scheme of things, you probably would get to where you want. But if you started implementing them from day one, you would get to where you want ten times faster. You know, it's just there's these little tools to enhance your personal, academic, professional life. You know, she teaches, she brings in great guest speakers. You know, all who have taken her class or who've gone through Cal Poly, um, and she and she spends a good amount of time, you know, teaching you. How do you stand out during the recruiting process for an internship or full-time job when you're competing against Ivy League students or, you know, students who come from schools that have that name brand per se, you know, and just asking yourself those hard questions as to, you know, what drives you, you know, what values do you hold to yourself and how do you essentially create meaning in your life, whether it's through work, you know, your professional, asp professional aspirations or, you know, even your personal life. So 
And for those out there listening, I would highly, highly recommend taking her class. It's um, winter and spring quarter, um, Tuesdays, Thursdays, taught by Dr. Rhonda Beeman. <laughs> and check out her episode on podcast, check too. Check out her episode on podcast. <laughs> it's a great listen. I'll tell you that. Awesome. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much for sharing all this, and wish you the best of luck with Quokka Brew. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and be sure to check out all the other episodes of Polycast on any of the podcast platforms, as well as through the link in the description. This episode was produced by Daisy Kensler and is sponsored by Bolt About Coworking. I'm your host, Davey Drones, and you've been listening to Polycast. Mm-hmm.